Okay, friends, um, today we're going to go over um, a pastor, uh, Ron Tucker, from uh, the St. Louis area at uh, Grace Church. And, um, well, um, we're going to, I asked him to come on for an interview. Um, he uh, graciously declined. Um, I think he probably declined because he knew I was going to ask him about his uh, his Christian nationalist stance and um, you know why he would uh, uh, preach politics um, when people are, are in the need for spiritual healing um, they don't go they go to escape um, some of our uh, secular uh, issues so Anyway, um, just to be fair, I, I gave him a chance to come on. I had some questions. Yes, they were going to be some tough questions. But um, I, just, I just wanted to find out what, uh, what his pro thought process was. So um, at any rate, um, since he declined, I have no choice but to go over his, um, his sermon and um, kind of highlight um, some of the... Uh, more nationalistic uh, parts of it. Um, at any rate, I hope uh, you all enjoy this episode. And if you enjoy the episode, please uh, just give us a give us a review. Um, it helps us get out so more people see and can get involved in the fight against Christian nationalism. And um, anyway. Without further ado, here we go. This, he said, our, our economy is a self-inflicted train wreck. Our cultural sense of morality has been turned inside out and the most self-evident truths of objective reality have become as invisible as the emperor's new clothes. I love that. I mean, is that not true? I mean, but rather than face up to the mess they've made, they created a distraction. They, they hyped a show trial about a January 6th insurrection that didn't even happen. Wow, right out of the gate, I got some problems. Um, um, there was no insurrection, he says, he claims. Um, it was, a, um, later he'll say, just a peaceful protesters. And... <laughs> I guess Ashley Babbitt wasn't shot in the head for trying to break in through a window. Um, nobody was out there with uh, with flags, um, even uh, thin blue line flags beating cops. Um, it just didn't happen. It's all uh, apparently not real and uh, fake. Um, this is the kind of stuff that just makes me sick. Um, if you can't acknowledge the truth that you see with your own eyes I mean I I don't know we're just lost let's continue I mean yeah there was a protest people went into the Capitol building but they were escorted in by the Capitol Police all right so we're all just crazy um they, they were escorted in by the police. Uh, they opened the doors for them and escorted them in. Now, I did see some videos where um, some did appeared 
to uh, open the doors. Um, I, I don't understand what happened fully in those instances, but um, no, no. Um, there was an officer that was uh, uh, killed. Uh, I believe it's, he was slammed in the doors. And uh, I mean, it's no, no. There was no, there were no guns, knives, bombs, threats, or any attempt to overthrow the government. No guns, knives, anything, no attempt to overthrow the government. Um, you know, the guillotine, or not guillotine, but uh, they were prepared to hang uh, Mike Pence um, and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they were chanting such, um, but pff, there was nothing, nothing. It's not an issue. I, good God, man. Oh, Lord. And this is being said at a church. <laughs> at a church. <laughs> this isn't a political rally. This is a church. Oh, my Lord. Oh, let's, let's keep going. The whole thing was a distraction to keep our eyes off this last election and all the failed policies of this administration. And now these same politicians have publicly encouraged pro-choice activists to break federal law by intimidating the Supreme Court justices. I mean, okay. Where's the evidence um, that anybody is telling these these protesters to <laughs> to to protest? Um, we have minds of our own. And uh, I, I don't see anybody saying, go get them, guys. Uh, I, I just don't see that. I did see that, however, um, with the uh, January 6th debacle. But uh, I, I just don't see it. I, <laughs> I, I don't get it. Let's go. One of them, when he was eating at a restaurant in Washington, D.C., was, you know, uh, intimidated. So... They're encouraging them to assemble at their homes, yelling threats. The vice president, the president are saying nothing. So I guess the vice president and uh, the president are somehow getting messages to these people. Go to their homes, do this. Look, I do not encourage anybody to go in front of anybody's home, okay? Um, I, I do believe that that should be um, off limits, Um there's no need to scare somebody's family or anything else um, with anything. Um, your problem is with the justices. Then, sure, if you see him out at dinner, I have, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. Um, if, if you see him, go protest in front of the court. I mean, that's... That's the, the most obvious place, but uh, I don't agree with going to people's homes. I, I think that should be off limits. When nothing to stop it. And then there's the smoke screen on the issue of guns. They boldly proclaim, proclaim that outlawing guns will be the end all solution to a spiritual problem that Paul lays out in Romans one. I mean, he outlines it for us, the depravity that's in the heart of those who use guns to do evil. Somebody sent me a list of common sense issues that aren't so common anymore. I, I just want to go through a few of these. 
Number one, 11 teens die each day because of texting while driving. Maybe it's time to raise the age of smartphone ownership to 21. Number two, if gun control actually worked, Chicago would be Mayberry, USA. Again, he's being very, very dishonest here. Um, you know, gun control doesn't work. I mean, he acts like wanting to put, I don't know, a few more steps in uh, the background checks and red flag laws is going to affect everyday normal citizens, but um, that just isn't the case. It's not what's going to happen. Um, if you're a everyday normal citizen and you don't have a violent, you know, a history of violence or anything like that, you've got no problems. I mean, you're going to get your guns. There's, it makes zero sense what he's saying right here. And um, it's, it's just infuriating. Um, it, it's, again, it, it's what you see on right-wing television outlets. I mean, um, Fox News is one I like to pick on. I, I can't even watch the others. I can somewhat watch Fox every now and then, um, at least in the daytime. I, their commentaries, it's all just propaganda and uh, it's, it's disgusting. But um, again, what's this have to do with Jesus? I'm, I'm, why are we talking about this in a church? It makes zero sense. But it may make sense here in a little bit. Number three, Second Amendment makes more women equal than the entire feminist movement. Case in point, this week a man walked in, started punching a cook in a Milwaukee restaurant, and her assistant stopped him by pointing a gun at him. I mean, you, they've got it on video. All right. That's just vigilanteism. I mean, if that's the case, why do we need police? Um, let's, let's just have vigilantes out there. Um, I'll put my, uh, my Batman costume on, and we'll go out there, and, and we'll stop crime. Makes zero sense. Um, <clears throat> no, um, if you pull a gun on somebody, if, if you've ever been to any classes whatsoever, they say, do not pull the weapon unless you are planning on using it. And by using this weapon, you are wanting to kill um, another human being made in the image of God. It, again, not a place to talk about this. Church is not the place. Four, when JFK was killed, nobody blamed the rifle. Number five, the NRA, National Rifle Association, murders zero people, receives nothing in government funds, Planned Parenthood, kills 350,000 babies every year and receives 500 million in taxpayers' dollars annual. And right here, he's being totally dishonest again. Um, he acts like all this funding is going for uh, abortions. Um, Planned Parenthood is a lot more than just abortions. And how many lives have they saved? I would venture to say they've probably saved more lives than abortions they've performed. Um, I don't think I'm far off on this because I know personally of a few lives that were saved by Planned Parenthood. Um, because if you don't have insurance and you don't have 
the means. Planned Parenthood is a lot of people's gynecologist. Um, I just, I don't get it. And then to say the National Rifle, not, bleh, sorry, the National Rifle Association has, they don't get any funds from the government. No, no. They pay and they bribe politicians. Um, that's obviously better. Let's just go and um, bribe politicians so that we don't enforce any protection for kids when they're in school or people when they're out shopping. Let's just, you know, we don't, we don't need these protections. <laughs> oh. Number six. I have no problem with vigorous background checks when it comes to firearms, so long as we do the same when it comes to immigration, voter ID, and the candidates running for office. I'm telling you. Okay, bam, finally. Something I can somewhat agree with this man on. Um, yes, yes, you're running for public office, absolutely. Absolutely, there should be a deep, deep, deep background check on you. And yes, oh my God, I totally agree with that. Uh, we would have avoided, well, quite frankly, we would have avoided the whole Trump debacle. We would have, uh, we, we probably have some of these uh, politicians in office right now uh, that are actively voting against their constituents. Uh, yes, yes, I totally agree. Um, when it comes to immigration, you know, people act like that's a hard thing to fix and it's not, it's not, it's very easy. You simply offer everyone who's here that's undocumented right now, the chance to apply for a two year work visa, <coughs> excuse me. Then once they get that two year work visa, they can't be taken advantage of by their employers and use for slave wages. I, I, that fixes a problem. Not to mention the fact that the word will get out and everybody will funnel through correctly because they want that to your work visa. Because if they can't work, they won't come. They're coming here to better their lives. They're coming here because of safety issues for the most part. Uh, it fixes everything. It fixes everything. Punish those who work these these undocumented people. Punish them. Hold them accountable because they're the problem. They're the problem. It, it's not common sense anymore, is it? I think the only reason we don't still have a draconian lockdown in this country like Canada and Australia is because we have a Second Amendment. Whoa, here's where we get dangerous. You, he's basically saying the reason that we're not locked down right now is because if we have a second amendment and we would take our wep our guns and we would, uh, we would kill people. So that's the reason why we don't have a lockdown. It's not because, um, our cases dropped to, uh, handable manageable level you know um or that you know we've learned how over time we've learned how to uh, better treat covid and and all the 
the problems. I mean, you could just look at the numbers right now. In the very beginning, we lost like 750,000 people fast, Americans, fast. I mean, real fast. Um, and that was scary. Um, we didn't know what we were dealing with. We didn't know how to, to handle it. And now we are, uh, it, it's much more manageable. So yes, there are still people dying, unfortunately. Um, but the number is very, very low. And uh, I think he's just, again, doing Fox talk. If we lose it, I mean, we're in trouble. The question is, how do we get here? I mean, we still got schools teaching our kids to hate each other based on skin color rather than the content of their character. I mean, how did, how did groups, racist groups like Antifa and BLM... Okay, hold up. I want to stop right here, right here. I somewhat agree with what he said. Now, I'm not agreeing that Antifa and um, Black Lives Matter is are the racist groups. Um, I, I believe that they're trying to fight um, for a n noble reasons, um, unlike the KKK, um, the in uh, uh, other white supremacist groups. So I, I, I have a little bit of issue there, but I mean, yes, we should, we should look past people's color, people's gender, um, their sexual preference. None of that should matter. All that should matter is the character of the person. I am totally in agreement with that, but right in this society, it's just not possible. It's not possible right now. So... Anyway, let's let's try to keep going. Jack, the civil rights movement. How did that happen? The BLM leaders are on video proudly proclaiming themselves to be trained Marxists. I watched it. Their objective goals are to destroy the family and try to control every aspect of society based on their corrupt system of equity. I watched one of their main leaders, Patrice Cullors, express how honored she was that her writings were being compared with Mao Zedong's Little Red Book. I mean, this is the man that murdered 65 million of his own people. And these same leaders are using tax-exempt contributions to buy multi-million dollar mansions in gated communities. This is the antithesis of everything Dr. Martin Luther King stood for. Their woke ideology is separating people into... You know, I know many people that support Black Lives Matter, but don't support their leadership because their leadership are just ordinary, everyday people like the rest of us. And we're all subject to corruption. We're all, you throw money in front of all of us. I mean, it, it's a tough temptation. And that's a lot of money they're dealing with. So yes, I mean, this isn't even hard to understand, people. Oh my goodness. All right, anyway, we're gonna keep going. Groups and taking our nation apart. And it's being taught in our schools under the heading of critical race theory. And who would have guessed that critical race theory would have came up in this conversation, um, in this rally. I can't even call this a sermon anymore. This is nothing but propaganda, um, <laughs> this is a political rally. 
Okay, listen, listen. CRT is, and do, do the research yourself. Look it up, look it up. It's not that, it's not that hard. Half you people are looking at a device right now that has the ability to look up and tell you exactly what CRT is. It is a college graduate course, for Christ's sakes. A college graduate course. That's what it is. That's what it is. They are not teaching this in schools. Little Johnny's not learning college credits. He's not getting college credits. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They want to conflate the nasty parts of American history with CRT. That's what they want to do. They want to uh, just get rid of all the bad that ever happened in America because we can't do anything wrong. Listen, listen, if we're going to do that, then let's get rid of the trail of tears because I tell you, I get really offended by that one. I, I, I really, oh my gosh, it makes me feel terrible, the trail of tears. In fact, all of it makes me feel terrible, but it's to teach us not to make the same mistakes again. That's what history is. <sighs> it's also in our businesses. It's dismantling our military. The way you get promoted in a woke business is all based on your degree of victimhood. If you're a black lesbian, you're at the top of the heap. I mean, would you trust someone to fly your plane just because they're part of a minority? I think I want competence based on training and merit. We gotta stop letting this happen. Okay, I agree again. I would love to see competence on training and merit. I would. But I also don't want to see people not get not get a better job, not get any of these opportunities just because of their gender, their their sexual preference, or the color of their skin. And until that stops, we don't have a choice. Racism is in the heart. And changing people's hearts is going to take time, effort, and it's not easy. My goodness, just preach. Preach the words of Jesus. That's what's going to change people's hearts, not this propaganda nonsense you're spreading. Oh, my Lord. Oh, we're going to go. Stop letting these people divide us and define us by skin color. I grew up in the South during segregation. I know what this is like. We don't want to go back there. All right, here's... All right, I'm going to pause this right here. Okay, he grew up in the South. He grew up uh, during segregation. Um, then he should know better, quite frankly. Um, didn't he just say that if you're a black lesbian, you have a better shot? Isn't that in itself racist? Anytime you put your race above other races, you are in fact racist, period. That's what racism is. <sighs> we're gonna try, we're gonna, we're gonna keep going. I, I, we got a little bit more to go. Um, we're gonna get through happened. this. Paul, yeah, here's what happened. Paul says it clearly in Romans one. He said, for what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them so they're without excuse. 
For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. That's where we are right now. We got an administration of fools running this nation calling right wrong, wrong right, and they're instilling, they're bent on instilling that same foolishness in this next generation. I'm gonna keep reading. I woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. I, I don't know of a better description of what we're seeing right now. So here's the good news. All right, this is the good news. God is answering our prayers. Just, we just had five Supreme Court victories that are historic. Okay, here it is, here it is. I, I pause it so we can, I, I had to jump in here. Here it is, be ready, because it's about to happen. It's about to happen. This is when we're gonna go full out, <laughs> full out Christian nationalist right here. It's about to happen. It's about to happen. Mark my words. These socialist secular head spinnings. This is from an article that we're making available to you guys. A lot more detail in the article. Court victory number one: historic affirmation in in restoring religious liberty. The First Amendment. Yep, I agree. First Amendment gives every American the right to pray and worship without any infringement from the government. However, because of the radical socialists likes to pervert the language in the Constitution and twist meanings, they've used the separation of church and state language to ban religion in public spaces and government buildings and institutions. Well, religion scored a victory recently with the Supreme Court's ruling that a Washington school district could not fire a high school football coach for praying on the field. Yay, God. Okay, gotta pause it, gotta pause it right here. Um, the radical socialists, I mean, if you don't agree with any of these people, you're obviously a radical socialist. You can't be anything else. You can't just be a rational, uh, critical thinker. No, 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 you're obviously a, a radical socialist. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? All right, now, and I got another question. I got another question. Um, are, are, are these people that are cheering and excited about this, are, are they going to feel the same way when uh, a coach of, of the Muslim faith goes out and, and he prays on the 50-yard line and he has his team surround him in the prayer? Are they going to be as excited about that? No. No, they're not going to be excited. They're going to be outraged. Outraged. So what religion, okay, if we're going to be a nation of religion, what religion? Are we going to be Catholics? If it's Christianity, that is. Are we going to be Catholics? Are we going to be Protestant? And if, when that happens, only thing that ever comes out of these situations, once we turn to a theocracy, is death, murder. That's all that comes from it. What you'll have is you'll have the, the Catholics and the Protestants at a war against each other. We don't want Christian nationalism. It is not acceptable. It's caused nothing but pain, nothing but death forever. I mean, just look at the Crusades. The Crusades. That's all, all I got to go back to is the Crusades.
I, I don't know how much more of this I can do. Um, we're about to run out of time. Um, already over time probably. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna try to continue a little bit longer. Victory number two, gun rights restored. And this one's about saving lives with gun protection. Second Amendment is very clear. A well-regulated militia being necessary. All right, pause right here. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, he just said it. I, I believe I said it earlier about a well-regulated militia. I, that's what it is. It's a well-regulated militia. Not a bunch of goofballs out there playing army boy. <laughs> They're a well-regulated militia. Oh, my Lord. Security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The Supreme Court's recent decision reaffirmed that individuals have a right to carry and use arms for self-defense, which cannot be denied by the state, particularly the state of New York that tried to ban it. This is good news to anyone who lives in a blue state that couldn't get a handgun for protection from the out-of-control crime wave that's plagued not only New York City, but the entire country. So that's a big victory. Okay. It's, it's, it's great to protect gun rights. You know? Um, but, but let's protect the responsible gun owners. Okay? Not the... Not the ones that are going out and shooting up grocery stores, shooting up schools. And a lot of times they say, well, we can't tell who those people are um, until the crime's done. And that's just not true. Um, people that commit violent acts usually have a history of a violent activity. Um, it, it's, it is in many cases, not every case, not every case. You're not going to stop every, everything. You're just not, it's, it's impossible. Um, even if they don't use guns, they're going to, uh, use manure like they did in, uh, Oklahoma city. So, uh, no, I mean, you're not going to be able to stop all the dastardly things that we do as people, but, um, we could severely limit the amount of damage, you know, just by making people reload more frequently. I think that would be a huge, huge step. Um, you know, having 30 round magazines, I mean, that's, I mean, you could kill 30 people pretty quick, you know, within, within a minute. So, you know, there's just a lot of things we could do and, and they make sense. Um, I, we just need to look out for other people and quit being selfish. Um, we're a very selfish society right now. And I think that's what's plaguing our nation more than anything. Um, it's just the me, me, me mentality, you know. Um, if you claim to be Christian and follow the teachings of Jesus Christ, you'll know that it's not about me. He said himself, I didn't come to serve to be served, but to serve. So that's what we need to do. And that's where our focus needs to be. Um, let's, let's see what he's got to talk about next. All right, court victory number three, Roe v. Wade, protection of the unborn.
Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. I'll say on that one, I mean, thank you, God. Supreme Court, I'll just read it. Supreme Court made a historic life-saving decision for children. They overturned the famous Roe v. Wade decision of 1973 that nationalized, legalized abortion, and our president's, again, doing the wrong thing, trying to fight it. So, God, don't let him win. Court victory number four, religious liberty. Court says no to state discrimination of Christians' religious freedom. That was an issue when the Supreme Court heard a case disputing a main law which prohibited parents from using state-funded tuition vouchers to send their kids to religious private schools. Put in simple terms, this ruling protects our right to practice our religion as we see fit without government infringement or exclusion. That's a good deal. Okay. Um, everybody talks about these vouchers and I'm, I'm perplexed about this particular issue. Um, I believe in the public schools. I've went to the public schools. Um, my kids have all went to public schools. I think it's a, it, it's a necessity. And I think if you give these vouchers out, the amount of money that are gonna go to these public schools is much, much less. So basically, all you're doing is killing the public school system. And I'm just not on board with that. Um, public schools are there for people who don't have the money to send their kids to a private school. Um, if you want to send your kids to a private school, that's fine. Uh, you know, if you don't want food stamps and you want to go pay for all your food and, and struggle and whatever else, I mean, uh, that's your option too. But for people that don't have the means, public school is a huge safety net that we've got to protect. Um, it, it makes no sense. I mean, I know these all seem like victories, but even with, as you just talked about the abortion, um, even that victory is going to come at a cost. It's going to come at a cost of kids getting lost in the system an overran system already. It's overloaded. We got kids all over the system. Uh, just look at the numbers. Um, it's, it's astonishing. And these kids are going to get lost in the system. What happens when kids get lost in the system and they just disappear? Well, a lot of times those kids get sold into sex trafficking. And I thought we were trying to help kids and save kids from sex trafficking. And I, all this is, I mean, these are all real issues. This is real. And for every action, there's a reaction. And, uh, you know, our good intentions sometimes lead us to... Bad things usually can sometimes come from our good intentions. Let's put it that way. Um, the purity culture. Um, you know, all that did was it, it made it cool to be promiscuous. You know, I, and if it, and if you're a parent that you don't have sex before married and you just bash that on your kids all the time and something happens and they slip up, something happens because it, it happens and they get pregnant 
What are those kids going to do? Are they going to come talk to you about it? Or are they going to go to somebody who's going to help them? Which means probably an abortion. See, our good intentions even lead to abortions. We've got to, we've got to right this ship. We've, we've got to do what we have. We just got to do better. All right, let's keep, let's keep going. Good deal. And I didn't know about this one. I, this is fascinating. Court victory number five. Amazing action against the deep state bureaucracy and its regulatory expanses. The Supreme Court just placed a huge roadblock to government expansion and repressive overreach. They put the brakes on Biden's out-of-control bureaucracy and decided in a 6-3 ruling that the EPA does not have the legal authority to legislate out of the bureaucracy, which means a halt to their making up policy by social, socialist bureaucrats. This means the Supreme Court will have a profound, powerful impact in stopping the fast-paced march to socialism and reverse the regulations and initiatives that were transforming America into a collectivist society. Again, we posted the article on all this stuff, but bottom line, guys, we've been praying. And I'm telling you, I believe God is answering. Okay, I, I'm, I'm getting tired of chiming in all the time, but uh, um, the EPA... Uh, regulations, I do realize that there may be some that are redundant and uh, not necessary. Um, but a lot of these regulations are are assuring us clean drinking water and, you know, just making sure we don't die. So we need to uh, need to kind of protect that. And I'm, I'm sorry, but a whole lot of credit goes to the guy who appointed the three justices that are making this decision. Ah! Uh, and again, he's turning this church service into a Trump rally. Are you serious? Oh, my. This may be popular for him. I mean, this may be driving some of the MAGA nation to his church and, and well, bless him for that, I guess. But, oh my Lord, I mean, you are going to push so many people away from our faith. This is the kind of stuff that's killing our faith. It's killing Christianity. I got a book coming out next month. Are today's Christians killing Christianity? Yes. Yes, yes. I mean, Christianity should be self-sustainable. It's about love. It's about grace. Let's talk about the grace that Jesus gave to us by sacrificing himself on the cross. Let's talk about that. Not Donald Trump. Oh, my Lord. I don't know how much more I could take. So we need to keep praying and we need to stay involved and speak out against LGBTQ activism and the grooming that they're doing in our schools. If you miss the story. So the grooming is being done in the schools. 
That's what's causing all this. That's what it is. Uh, On the Washington State School Board director who will be teaching sexual pleasure classes for children as young as nine. I mean, we, we got it on our resources page. You, it's, it's hard to even believe. I mean, that's like pouring gasoline on a raging fire. When you're nine, nine and your hormones are good night. I mean, I can't even imagine. We've also got the story of the fourth grade Texas class where over 60% of the nine-year-olds, that's 20 out of 32, identify as LGBTQ. You tell me that's not grooming? I didn't even know what that was when I was nine years old. I didn't know what any of that was. Okay, I'm done. I can't go any farther with this. Um, I think we're getting a pretty good idea of what Christian nationalism looks like. Um, That was the goal of this um, episode, um, just to focus on and and really expose some of this um to me this uh pastor's just i mean he's so lost so lost politics has no place in the church none none because all you're going to do is offend half your half the people in the church uh there's no place. And we don't need to hate on people who don't believe or don't live the same lifestyle as us. Uh, let's take homosexuals, for instance. I mean, you know, Jesus told us to love our neighbors, which means all our neighbors, which means the homosexuals, which means all the LGBTQ plus community. Um, we're supposed to embrace them and love them. And through that love, maybe they can find God's grace. I mean, that, that should be the message. Not like that pastor in the Dallas Fort Worth area who said all homosexuals should be lined up and shot in the back of the head. I mean, that's what in the world And they wonder why people are leaving our faith in groves. Our numbers are on a steady decline for the last, I don't know, I think 20 years, but really it's picked up in the last 10. We've got to do something and we've got to stop this and get people to start living more like Christ or There's going to be nothing left. Anyway, I appreciate all your comments, all your concerns. Um, If you have any information for me, you want to drop me a message, whatever, um, feel free to do so at the Progressive Christian Podcast at gmail.com. That's one of the easiest ways to get a hold of me. We also have um, a Facebook page. It's called The Progressive Christian. And um, there's many ways to get a hold of, get a hold of me. But um, look forward to your ideas. I mean, let me know what you want to talk about. Let me know of any pastors or bad teachings you want to expose. 
because that's the goal. The goal is to get this out in front of people to change hearts and change lives. Anyway, until next time, be blessed.